Check out the Under the Table podcast with Jason Ryan, your go-to for all sports gambling and analysis. All I'm trying to do is make people money, and this is how we're going to do it today. Follow the show on Twitter at Under the Table DSP. Get the show at UndertheTablePodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we're rolling. We are live. We are rolling in. Big oh round of applause. Tim hit that cue, that intro music. That's we're keeping it spicy today. We're keeping it spicy. spicy. It is spicy. It is Cinco de Mayo, episode eleven, the fitness zone. Tyson Pfeiffer, Chris OMB. How you doing, Chris? Doing good, doing good. How y'all doing uh fit over fifty? Talking about Cinco de Mayo, I've been preparing all weekend long for it. Been drinking my margaritas and my <laughs> Having my tacos, my burritos, and enchilados. Can I say that? Is that bad? Yes, that, that's exactly what Cinco de Mayo is all about. And I like how you just bumped us up from Fit Over 40. You said Fit Over 50. So now we're, we, you are really going after those sensual from 60 <laughs> podcast people. That's what happens when you have too many burritos and, uh, and margaritas. In one more month, you're after it. So, uh, yeah, just real quick. I didn't have an exciting weekend. All my biking plans got rained out. Got out and just did a little bit of running. Nothing too exciting. Uh, what trouble did you cause? You know, I'm a, I like bass fishing. So uh, this weekend we caught about eight bass over eight pounds. Of course, all the geese, so everything's hatching. So of course the geese have hatched. So all the eggs, so all the little baby geese are running around. So my sons were enjoying that. And of course, when that hatches, of course, all the snakes hatch too. There you go. All the snakes. So you went bass, you went bass fishing. What I do is I go out in my car and then I turn on the stereo and I do some bass fishing to get that, uh, get that that bass in that, uh, (laughs) like <laughs> for all all the 90s bass heads the hip-hop <laughs> hip-hop joke for the, three people you got the woofer in the back <laughs> yeah i got the got the little subwoofer in there so cinco de mayo we're going to talk about amazing athletes from mexico today getting a little bit of fitness but we are going to start with a video to remind everybody exactly what cinco de mayo is because most people think it's just what chris thought it was a celebration of tacos tortillas and margaritas play that video Cinco de Mayo, on 5th of May, is a commemoration of the victory of an outnumbered army of Mexicans over the French forces at the Battle of Puebla that took place May 5, 1862. The triumph of the Mexicans proved to the world that their will to defend their nation's sovereignty will prevail against a powerful foreign invader. It is often mistaken as Mexico's Independence Day, which, on the other hand, is celebrated every 16th of September. Though Cinco de Mayo has become a relatively minor event in Mexico today, the United States of America significantly celebrates it by highlighting the Mexican-American culture. Its significance to world history is more than about having a day dedicated to feasting on Mexican food, getting Margarita happy, and wearing loud sombreros. So, to give you a better understanding of what Cinco de Mayo is all about, let's take you back to where and how it all began. The American Civil War, experienced by the Latinos. The early 1860s became witness. To the time, Mexico had become greatly indebted to France, Britain and Spain as a result of the Mexican-American War and Reform War. Mexican President Benito Juárez suspended the payment of Mexico's foreign debts for two years and only France turned down the notion of a negotiation. Napoleon III, then ruler of France, saw this as an opportunity to build the second Mexican Empire in Mexico 
with friends reaping the benefits. During the later part of 1861, France's fleet attacked Veracruz and halted Juarez and his government. In May 1862, the French force led by General Charles de Lorenz attacked Mexico City, but were resisted by General Ignacio Zaragoza's strong-willed Mexican troops near Puebla de Los Angeles. 2,000 poorly equipped Mexican fighters stood against the 6,000 well-armed Frenchmen known as the world's premier army. Nearly 500 French soldiers and fewer than 100 Mexicans had been killed in the battle that went on from dawn till dusk. Sensing the obvious defeat, the French forced retreat. Mexico's determination, unity and patriotism won over France's brutal force. A much-needed morale boost not only to the Mexican army but to Mexico as a nation. There's so much to tell about what took place in Puebla, but what needs to be remembered has probably been forgotten by most of those who should be passing the story on. Mexico may have lost battles after that great victory, but Cinco de Mayo will always be a reminder to everyone that a grain of hope, no matter how small and insignificant to others, can make the impossible possible. Now that you know what you need to know, enjoy the Mexican feast. Down that shot of tequila and wear that Mexican sombrero loud and proud because it is a happy Cinco de Mayo. Man, that's, that got me dancing at the, uh, the music at the end. We got to have a little bit of Spanish, that, whatever that <laughs> don't, the Spanish don't, call don't, at the end. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that don't do that i mean i can because i'm from el paso so i can go, i can get into that but <laughs> so hey, i can't my, out, my wife's mexican i can say it so that's okay i know you, you didn't inherit those good genes so yeah we, so that's the uh, little we, we have an educational show today so teaching people a little bit about cinco de mayo uh we're going to celebrate some mexican heritage in the uh, form of athletics and athletes today but as a video taught us it is okay to go out and have a margarita and eat some tortillas Maybe not throw your tortillas on the football field and shot at Texas Tech, but, <laughs> you know, just had to throw it in there. You know, enjoy a margarita and eat, eat, eat some tacos and have a great day. Um, and your and, big sombrero. I just don't see the sombreros out. That's, that's what I'm kind of – we lost well, that tradition. Yeah, well, actually, I'm, I'm wearing a hat today. It's not quite a sombrero. It's more of a cachucha, so it's, it's uh, just a base, baseball hat. It's a baseball yeah. hat. So we're talking athletes today, and I googled up a list of the top professional athletes from Mexico, according to Google, and I was very surprised by who Google had number one. And I asked you this before the show. You did not guess it. Who did you guess? You know, being golf, I should have known this, but actually I thought she was from Spain, but yeah. her name is... Lorena Ochoa. You got to throw it in with the accent. Lorena Ochoa. Google has her listed as the number one Mexican athlete, the first golfer of any gender, male, female, or uh, alternative gender, to be ranked number one in the world in golf. So, uh, round of applause, Tim. Hit the hit the music. Round of applause. Lorena Ochoa. Ochoa, who eventually got married to the guy from. Aero Mexico, who was one of her sponsors. So I don't know. I don't know. That's, uh, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that was a. Uh, well, no, she's. She was actually a citizen. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do it. Right. 
So let's go through this list. You, I know you have a top 10 list. Who are some of your, your favorites, some of your surprises, somebody maybe you forgot about who are celebrating Cinco de Mayo today? No, I think the most important thing is there's so many from so many different sports. I mean, everybody's heard of Chavez. I mean, we all know about boxing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I was, and everybody knows about football or soccer. I mean, football. You can't, you can't think about Mexico without thinking about soccer. But there's a gentleman named Carlos Cosita Siga, which we, he, he was actually a, a polo player. He's actually called the Pele of Polo. The Pele of Polo. So let's break this down real quick. So Pele is an amazing soccer player. Polo yeah. is the uh, the top cologne of the 90s. So basically, this guy was the uh, the best Mexican cologne creator of all time. Do, best I have that, smell? do, do I have that right? He had the best <laughs> fragrance of all time from, Mex- from Mexico. And so that ranked him on the list. Uh, number, where, was, where was he on your list? He's number two. Number two, so I have Hugo Sanchez on my list over here. I have your homie. Man, he is way down on, on the Google list that I got right here. I guess Google is not really into the uh, cologne. Yeah, yep. they got well, him. Mine's, Pan, mine's Pan America World. I don't know where you're I'm looking. just straight straight Google's list of uh, I got beautiful images over here. But keeping it on the Cinco de Mayo, I grew up in El Paso, so you mentioned this. So for me, it was Julio Cesar Chavez and Oscar de la Hoya. Sure. Those were the, the two that were always talked about golden gloves everybody wanted to be a a boxer yeah do a little shadow boxing in the playground Uh, everybody pretending to be julio cesar chavez or oscar de la hoya and if they had a big fight on uh, abc or pay-per-view everybody would get together and um get in front of one of those giant you know those giant 80s like big screen tvs (laughs) that were like so huge and the picture was so bad like you couldn't view it from any angle you had to only look at it straight on straight on like (laughs) 10 10 yards back yeah yeah if you looked at it from any angle you just saw gray yeah but it was the coolest thing ever and his his name uh as you know the golden boy which he's trying to bring back boxing the golden boy yeah is that taking off yeah, yes, it's actually, I mean, boxing, unfortunately, that's just a tough sport. MMA took it, and so they're trying, but it's just, it's like you say, it's just a tough sport to, to bring back. Everybody's got into MMA. Just, a lot of MMA fighters are, uh, you know, you don't see a lot of Mexicans in MMA. You see a lot of uh, people from uh, Brazil and uh, places like that, but not too many Hispanic, not too many Mexicans. Yeah, well, I mean... Going back to uh, my my days following MMA, uh, MMA UFC, uh, living in New Mexico for a while for a while, Diego Sanchez, the nightmare out of Albuquerque. So that's one that comes to my brain right away for out of UFC. Followed his career coming out of the Ultimate Fighter show, and then as an up and comer in the UF weight range back then with Matt Hughes and Matt Sarah and George St Pierre, and it was uh, the rough and tumble, the prime time of UFC in my opinion. I don't know. Um, yeah, they've got the, the little lightweights now. I mean, it went from the you know the Brazilians, and then it went to the heavy hand hitters, Chuck Liddell's, and then it went to who you're talking about, you know, the fast, and then it went to the women. You know, they had to get the women out there, and now yeah. it's just uh, full all around. Now these little you know bantam weight, 125 pound guys, I can just it's amazing what they can do. Yeah, it's uh, so go, kind of keeping it on track here. I think. UFC is just a much better sport than boxing, in my opinion. It's much more entertaining to see all the different styles, whereas is boxing is just, in my opinion, is super slow. Just like soccer, super slow. Yeah. We need more scoring. We need more scoring from our, uh, our, our short 
attention span here in America was like, we need scoring and we need it now. <laughs> UFC is just constant scoring. It's just breaking legs. There was a leg broken at the. Uh, oh, shit. Did you see that? I mean, he snapped that sucker. Yeah. He kicked There's, him in the, and that guy put that shin out and that, that, that patilla, that tibia was gone. It was, yeah. It's all, uh, <laughs> man. I heard Joe Rogan talking about this. I think there's only been like three or four leg breaks. Um, yeah, especially ever. On that, that kind of one. Mm. Ever. Yeah. Mm. One one fighter was involved in two of them. It was insane. All right. So back to the list. Who else uh, do you have on your uh, list here that that's a surprise or uh, somebody that you remember from well, childhood? I've, I've always uh, known about Longoria, Longoria Lopez. Uh, you know about her. She's a, she's actually the... The one yeah. that married um, Parker from the Spurs. Longoria Lopez? That, that's, that's Eva Longoria. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. And I don't think she was Lopez. No, but she's, uh, she's basically a, a racquetball. So she was actually the world champion racquetball. She won over 133 consecutive victories, ladies' professional racquetball tour. So I didn't realize that racquetball was so big in, in uh, Mexico, but I guess it is. So. Right. Who, who else do you have on your list here? I have, I'm uh, flipping through here. I got Espinosa, which was a long distance runner, and I can definitely see Hispanics being long distance, Mexicans being long distance runner. When I was in the Marines, well, no, I, <laughs> I say it because of this. Okay, when it I'm sounded a, like the beginning of a George Lopez joke. Right there. <laughs> anyway, so he, uh, in the, so in Mex, in, in the Marines, basically you have you have dark green, you have light green. So basically, my drill instructor, junior drill instructor, Sergeant Avalos, was a Mexican. And we had a lot of Mexicans in our in our little series. We're all running, and of course, it's 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 from tall to short. My height is the shortest, <laughs> so so I was like Wait, five four. Remind, back every, there. remind everybody how tall you are. Yeah, I'm five hundred ninety five pounds. So put that in perspective. It's hard to get insurance, but so I, <laughs> <laughs> car insurance because the booster seat you have to sit on. No, it's not a booster, man. I got the I got that phone book from 1987, that big oh. thick ass phone book. No, but they, the the Mexicans, we would run, and literally they would run around the whole platoon. So we're running, and then back, of course, if you know you're double timing, and of course the longer leg guys, they're they're one stride. By the time it gets back to me, which is about when you start out, about 62 recruits, dude, I'm running. <laughs> You know, by the time it gets back to me, but luckily after the first second week, I go to guide. So I was actually in the front. So you had the guide and you had the squad leaders in the chain of command. You have your senior, your junior, your guide, your squad leaders and your recruits. And the guide arm is the guy who's up in the front. So I didn't like being in the back. But the whole point of that conversation was the Mexicans could just run for days and days and days. I was just scanning through your list here. For some reason, it seems that uh, you're picking out all the female athletes on your on your list. <laughs> what, is that there's males? I didn't see the, that. No, I, I didn't you, know there's any guys on there. You had specific, specific eyeballs looking for uh, a certain memories. Yeah. Um, so how can we talk about Cinco de Mayo and sports and athletics without talking about Lucha Libre? Uh, pretty easy. <laughs> you have no idea what lucha libre is oh my god that's the greatest uh they, they, this is probably one of the besides julio cesar chavez and oscar de la hoya growing up in el paso lucha libre like the wwf from mexico with the full masks remember jack black did a spoof oh, on this called lucha, nacho oh, libre no, come lucha, on now. lucha libre 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was professional wrestling. Well, it started How come they didn't in the early 20th the, century. Why didn't they make that on the top 10 athletes? How come the, the I don't know. wrestlers? Well, it's be, because the, they all wear masks. So you don't know. Some of those athletes on the Google list could have yeah. been Lucha Libre. Yeah, Lucha Libre started in the early 20th century. And uh, it's known for its colorful masks and it's it's high flying. It's like Jim, Superfly Jimmy Snuka and it, oh, he's amazing, man. Hack, hacksaw, but Lucha Libre was the inspiration for all those guys just flying yeah. off the top rope, doing backflips, landing on picnic tables, smashing <laughs> smashing those folding chairs from the backyard. And he was a little he was a little guy. I mean, he was kind of heavy set, but. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's why he wore the mask. But, man, you know, he was a little guy. And didn't he come out with a cape on? Lucha Libre would come out with a cape on. and his Lucha Libre mask. is not just one guy. It's the whole league. Oh, oh, oh. You're t- okay, so, like, oh down, you had to go to the down, the, the like, like novellas. You had to go down to the Mexican <laughs> station. <laughs> no. No, Lucha Libre is the WWF of Mexico. So, Lucha gotcha. Libre is the entire wrestling league, the colorful mask. Um, the music, the yes. it was it was a it was a novella for men, yes. right? And they well, even had some chichis thrown in there. It was great viewing. So Google up Lucha Libre, watch some watch some old videos. Well, uh, that's this week's episode. We wanted to just celebrate um, Cinco de Mayo, talk about some great athletes from Mexico, kind of give you guys a history lesson on uh, what Cinco de Mayo is actually about. Please don't go, go up to. I mean, my my wife's Mexican. Okay, so yeah. so please don't start dating a Mexican and today say, "Hey, happy Independence Day," because she'll look at you like you're retarded. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> maybe say instead of saying, "Don't start dating a Mexican," don't start dating a Latina or uh, a Hispanic person. <laughs> you might get punched in the face if you use the wrong terminology. So. Well, that was the second problem I had. Well, no, she's Mexican. I can call her Mexican, you know. But, you know, 20 years ago when we first got married, I, I kind of put everybody together as Mexicans. And she said, you know, how do you know they're Mexican? How they could be Honduran, they could be, his, they're, you know, Hispanic, right? So pretty much she said, if I said one more dumb thing, she's never going out with me. So the two <laughs> things were, <laughs> and I should have said that one more thing, but I didn't. So you, you, your relationship survived your uh, ineptness of the uh, Latino Mexican culture. Yeah. yeah. So this is single de Mayo episode. We just wanted to do a little change of pace, talk about something different as you guys download this today, listen to it. Drink your margarita. Um, this episode is brought to you by Cavla for Men, powered by Testofen. Cavla for Men is safe, powerful, effective, and designed to help increase your circulation and blood flow. Something that's very important on Cinco de Mayo. Cavla for Men acts as a natural anabolic enhancer that burns away stubborn belly fat, lost energy, and even helps build strength and lean builds your strength and lean muscle. But more importantly, Cavla for Men can give back the confidence you need for a better physical, mental performance at work, home the bedroom, or your favorite taco stand. Optimize your physical performance. <laughs> Build stronger, leaner muscles fast. Improve your mood. Feel younger, stronger. That's Kavla for Men, powered by Testofen. It's K-A-V-L-A, Kavla. Look for it on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Amazon. Just Google it up. Our next, our next sponsor, of course, thinking of a Lorena Ochoa, is uh, the Highlands Golf Performance Center. She might have come by here once or twice, but this is the premier golf uh, training facility in Dallas. They have 65 grass tees. They have two practice putting surfaces, short game area, bunker area, with two types of sand. Looking for a place to bring your family, your friends, team build event. They have an 18 hole mini golf. Uh, it has covered heated tees. 
So no matter race, sleet, or snow, you can come and practice here all year long. They just added a new indoor putting area. They have PGA professionals to get your, your golf game where it needs to be. And a TPI certified golf instructor, which is me, Chris Ombi, chrisombi.com, yeah. to help you get your body in shape for the perfect swing. So they're located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. So make sure you tell them that the Fitness Zone sent you. Give them a call at 972-733-4111. Check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. That's highlandspgc.com. Awesome, guys. That's this week's episode. If you guys want to come catch a show of mine, I'm at Dallas Hyenas and Mockingbird Station Thursday, May 6th. One show at 8.30 and then Friday, May 7th, two shows, 8.30 and 10.30. Give the club a call. Use the promo code. Just tell them Tyson told you to call and you get free tickets. Um, so Hyenas Comedy Club, that's where you can catch me Thursday and Friday, slinging the funny. That's this week's episode. we got a couple guests coming up the next week's couple episodes. We are out of here. Send us an email, askthefitnesszone at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter, thefitnesszone on Twitter. Or Google up DSP Media. Check out all the podcasts there on the channel. Give them all a listen. Shoot them an email and give us questions, comments, concerns. And we will see you guys next week. Tim, play that beautiful outro music. Bow, 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 bow.